G'day invaders and welcome to Synth Spaces and this is time for a, another bloody gaming podcast. This is number two and uh, with us today we have three guests on the channel so this is going to be uh, a new experience for me hosting more than just the one podcaster. Uh, we will start with down the bottom left I can see Brian's uh, Man Cave, Brian from Brian's Man Cave. We've also got Carbon Knights Gaming, we've got Conrad there and we've also got Tony from, I can never remember the name of your channel matey, I'm so sorry. That, that's good branding Tack on head, my part. Tackhead 9 isn't it? <laughs> it's Tackhead 9. That's it. Okay, got it. Okay. So, uh, sorry for that really sloppy intro, but there we go. Uh, so, uh, I might just start with the three questions. By the way, thanks guys for joining. I should have uh, got that out of the way. Um, but yeah, we're going to be uh, just tackling a few questions. Nothing too deep or uh, too, uh, you know, over the top. Just try to keep it light, light spirited. Um, but I might just start with Tony because you were the first one to respond with uh, the podcast invite. We always ask three questions of all of our guests, and today uh, your turn. It's uh, the first console that you owned and the game that you played on it. All right. So first console I ever owned was uh, 1992. It was a Super Nintendo. It was my sister's specifically because um, it was great. She got a Super Nintendo and then I got a Sega Genesis. So we had the console wars going in our uh, home from room to room. So, <laughs> And yeah, first game on that was Super Mario World, also known as uh, Glide over the top of the screen for about 30 seconds and then finish the level without actually doing anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> Nice way to start off your uh, gaming career. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and your fav game of all time? Uh, was, for years, Mario 64, but um, as of a few years ago, it became Fire Emblem Awakening. So, Okay, okay. I haven't actually touched that, so I can't, I can't dispute that either way. Uh, <laughs> and what game are you currently playing at the moment? Currently playing uh, Miitopia on the 3DS, and uh, it's, it's silly fun. I like it. <laughs> I know the one. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Eternal Brian, monologue. <laughs> so Brian, uh, what was the first uh, console and game that you ever had? Uh, well, for me, uh, the first console I had was the Intellivision, oh. and uh, you know, yeah, going going back to the classics right there. And uh, the, the games, obviously, when you get a, the system, you get the pack-in game. So it would have been poker and blackjack, which was pretty useless to me as a kid because I didn't understand poker and blackjack. So I didn't really know what the hell I was doing. But um, my favorite game, if I had to say, though, uh, on the Intellivision was Donkey Kong. And it's weird that. because a lot of people really hate that version of Donkey Kong. It's really slammed all the time. Like It's like always talked about as one of the worst versions of Donkey Kong. But I still love it. So it's always been my favorite. It doesn't look anywhere near as bad as the Atari 2600 uh, version, but anyway. Um... Well, you know, it's 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 not bad. The 2600, it's, I mean, the uh, the graphics are a little bit odd, but uh, it does, uh, the board falls a little bit closer to the arcade. Yeah. Uh, but the second level is a mess. That's what I have to say. <laughs> the second level, the Atari 2600, the second level is a mess. It's wrong, completely wrong. And uh, your favorite game of all time? Um, whoa, that's a tough one. I've like I've always been a, a huge Donkey Kong fan, so I I pretty much gravitate towards that. But 
Um, I would also throw in their Legend of Zelda on the Nintendo. Okay. No, uh, I really enjoyed call. that game. Um, and what are you currently playing? Um, I, I switch out games so often now. Uh, I like to try and play different things all the time. So, uh, especially with my channel, I like to experiment with different games so I can see what I'm going to play. Like the last uh, video I shot, I was doing, uh, I was playing some Pitfall. So nice. That's probably. <laughs> well, you really are keeping it old school, aren't you? <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's really where I am at. I mean, um, I want to start exploring some of the other stuff too, but so far I've been really sticking to the Atari classics. Just as a side question, food, do you have any of the modern consoles, or you're just not interested? Uh, probably the most recent console I have is a Nintendo Wii. And oh, um, he I really is bought really that keeping it old school. Okay. Yeah, the the Wii was the last system I bought. I have a PlayStation Two, and then I went to the Wii. Yeah. Only because I really like the sports. I like the uh, the bowling and stuff. And uh, some of the games that I ended up buying for these systems are like the classics. So it's like playing the retro classics on these new systems. So really. Um, the the only, the other game I bought was uh, for the Wii was Back to the Future because I'm a huge Back to the Future fan. So yes, uh, and, and, that's, and that's... for people who uh, are not aware of Brian's Man Cave uh, channel, uh, I was watching back on your videos, and uh, this gentleman he has a DeLorean in his possession, an actual DeLorean, not a model. Yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> wow. I, well, I have a I have a real car, and I have the models, and I have the uh, oh, I have I have a whole bunch of DeLorean stuff and um actually one of my last uh, videos uh, a couple of videos ago i've um i i went to a british car show where a bunch of uh people from the delorean club that i'm with the ontario delorean or it's canadian now um they had all their deloreans there and it was pretty cool and uh, i got to sit down and, and you know i i took my camera with me so i took some shots and i wow uh, ended up making a video out of it so it's it kind of fun um, so that, that in itself could be a podcast that will move probably on for a bit, but if you are interested in DeLoreans, uh, and back to the future memorabilia, Brian's man caves channels, a good place to start and just to get it from someone who's a big fan, bigger than any of us here. I'd, I'd imagine. Actually, yeah. My first video, actually, if you go into my channel, the very first video I shot was on my yeah. DeLorean memorabilia. I so, watched it. I watched it. It was right a there. good video. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know what I was doing, but I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and uh, Conrad from Carbonites Gaming. Are we allowed to use real names here? <laughs> oh yeah, it's, I'm cool with it. <laughs> so uh, the, yeah, the first console and game that you owned. Uh, the first console we owned was a TSR eighty color computer. Way back in the day. That just rolls it off was, the tongue, uh, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I actually, I had to look it up when we did our question and answer video because I couldn't remember what it was called. But, uh, and the game, <laughs> the first game I remember playing was Spider Side. It was this really cool game where uh, there was like a web and you had, you had a ship that went around the top of the web and the spiders would climb up and you had to shoot them before they got to the top. I, I couldn't play it at all when I was five years old because i was terrible at it but i loved it anyway <laughs> um your favorite game of all time gun to your head you have to answer the question right now what Shining would you say Force 2. 
Oh, you didn't even have to hesitate on that. <laughs> oh, not on that one. I love that game. I, I It was the first RPG I ever beat, so... It's interesting you, you picked a game that's right. almost on a parallel to what Tony picked, uh, both being, you know, turn, turn-based strategy, real time, well, not real-time, but turn-based strategy games. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, and what are you currently playing at the moment? Uh, actually, I just finished recording this afternoon with Jace. We did some Transformers War for Cybertron. Nice. But... Just on my own, ah, sadly, I started playing Minecraft again. Oh, no. And uh. I just... I keep, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> gotta, gotta keep doing big stuff. I don't know. I, I hate okay, myself, but I, I'm addicted. It's like crack. <laughs> is Minecraft a game? Well, uh, I think the Atari on the Intelligent sure was the only console that didn't appear on it. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. All right, so... I don't answer the questions anymore because I've already answered it. It's only for people who are appearing on my podcast for the very first time. If you're interested in what my answers were, you'll have to go back to the first podcast I did with Wacko Jacko Gaming uh, almost a month ago from now. So we're going to get into the topics. My first topic for the podcast. Just recently, Nintendo have announced that they're closing down their eShop as of 2019. I haven't got the exact date, but... It's, you know, it's coming. It's uh, uh, about the two-year period from now. So there will be a mad scramble on the eShop to buy up all the games before they close the door on that. So my question, digital versus physical. Do you guys buy digital? Uh, Is physical game the only way that you will buy the the titles that you're after? Or do you look at the uh, shops online on these eShops and just get tempted when they have their summer sales or whatever. Uh, I might start maybe with, uh, <laughs> what's that one, Pitfall or Hero? What's Oh, Donkey Kong, okay. <laughs> I think he's already answering. Well, I might start with you being the most retro out of us all. Uh, Brian, um, what would what would you say? Would you be interested in buying digital or you just not couldn't care about it? My problem with digital is it's not it's not tangible. So when you buy digital content, it ends up on like say a a, a system or, or a USB stick or something, and you could lose that easily, right? And it's 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 just really like I prefer this. I prefer the physical. I know as long as this board doesn't get corrupted or you know ruined, it's gonna work. I'm gonna be able to play Donkey Kong. Uh, but if I have like my Nintendo Wii with like a thousand games on it and then the Wii dies on me, I can't just buy another Wii and have those thousand games again, right? I'm going to have to have them all backed up. And to me, it's just, it's, it's too much effort. I would rather have things, you know, like the the original cartridges and I know I have them. (laughs) They're fun to collect and you know, they look nice. It's just, to me, it just, I, I don't know. I've never been a big fan of this whole digital content. I, uh, even with my Wii, I thought about it, and I was like, you know, I can go to the web store or the, the Nintendo store, whatever it's called, and download all these classic games. So I'm like, what for when I can, I have the original cartridges, or I could just go on a PC and download the emulator. So to me, it just didn't seem right. I bought, uh, I did buy Musha, at least, which is a shoot 'em up from the Mega Drive. I almost got my hands on it and if you were to buy that now it's about 300 bucks it's the most one of the most expensive mega drive games going around or genesis games um 
but I've got it. I used the Wii version that I bought from the um, the e store to record my footage for my channel on on that game. Um, interesting little side point: the composer for that game is actually a subscriber to my channel. I thought that was pretty <laughs> uh, pretty cool. Nice. Uh, little did you know factor pop pop in there. Um, but uh, as far as well, yeah. the, two, the two games that I ended up uh, downloading on my Wii. The actual Super Mario Brothers 2, not the one that's based on the Doki Doki Panic that we got in North America. I hate that game. But the actual <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 2. And uh, they made a Castlevania game, which almost is it's like the original Castlevania in a way. I can't remember what it is. It's like a, it was released on some other system or something like that. That was it. Two games. <laughs> that was all I've ever downloaded on my Wii. So... So, uh, Carbonites, uh, what's your take on digital versus physical? Uh, well, I'd much rather have physical if I can, but some games is just like, for instance, I play it on a PC. I don't, I don't even know if there is a physical version for that. I know you can get it on PS4 and Xbox One, but I don't have those, so it's pointless for me to try to find those right now. Um, so that's digital. And get the steam sales get me all the time too so i do end up getting uh digital copies of that and same with the xbox live the free games every month i usually get at least one of those if i think they're good i will i will always with those free games that you mentioned there with uh xbox live and the psn even if i don't intend to download it i will buy it or grab it just in case i change my mind later on down the track because uh if you if you miss out, you miss out, so to speak. But, um, but, is there any particular game that you would want to get on a digital download that you think would possibly be not available physically or just ridiculously hard to get? Uh, I don't know. Um, probably some of the old, like actually, Shining Force Two. I only have it on that Genesis collection. Okay, that's a good it's example. That expensive, but it's, it's just hard to find. It's getting up there, yeah, it's super hard to find from what I've, from, from my looking. Um, but I mean, also with those games from like the Xbox Live ones and whatever, if I find a physical copy, I'll I'll snatch it up if it's not too expensive, just because then I have it in case you know my Xbox fries and they stop offering it on the store or whatever. Can I go physical every time? So Tony, what about you? Being I've, I've, guess you're the younger gamer of the lot here. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you feel about... So yeah, <laughs> yeah, ease up. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about digital versus physical? Um, are you like a zero tolerance against digital or you more laxed on it? I mean, guess uh, being a Switch owner, um, you're kind of pushed into having to settle for digital in some cases. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, like, for the most part, I love physical because there's something nice about, you know, saying these are my collection of games and having, like, this, 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 instead of, like, you know, if I want to play Mega Man 3 on my Wii, I go into the Wii menu and then go through that. There's, It's not, it's like, I think Brian said the word tangible, you know, like something yeah. you can have in your collection. And um, that's why with um, Sonic Mania, we actually didn't get a... Um, physical release on the switch in australia of course i don't know if anyone um, got a physical release or um, there's like a 
Collector's one, wasn't there? Or There is no actual physical game that you can put into a device. It was a pack that you get, and it, it, it includes all the tangible stuff, but the actual game itself was a code. Oh, yeah, I got you. It, it's, and it's, it's and that's kind of sad, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I'm a huge Sonic fan. I mean, like, I forked out all the... D- <laughs> yeah, I, <I'm laughs> not quite as much. <laughs> but, um, like, I forked out a whole bunch of money for the collector's edition of Sonic Generations. Um, I actually forked out, like, $500 because I got drunk oh, one night. Right. And... <laughs> 500 <laughs> I can think of other things you could do with 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I can buy half an iPhone. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Having this thing, you know, like it came with the statue, with the ring, with the yeah. game, and just, yeah, I, I miss that. I love that. And, you know, dodgy old uh, classics like this are hard <laughs> to find. That's a good game, by the way. It's just that the cover is a bit shot, as you can see there. But, I mean, th- there's missing classics now like stuff like this that um you can't get on digital so and and you're at the mercy of the shops if they one day decide to pull out support for a a type of game or a series of games like look for example teenage mutant ninja turtles on the xbox there was a um uh, a game that got released there and they pulled the plug on that so it was only available for a year Another example that I can uh, think of is uh, a game that was made in Australia, actually, uh, Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion, which was the HD remix. Um, Due to a Disney issue with licensing, they had to pull the plug on that game. So I think they reinstated it. I'm not too sure. But I got in there and bought that on Steam before they uh, pulled the plug on it. So, you know, it's kind of sad that you see games like this just be lost forever. and especially games like that particular one that I just mentioned, there is no physical copy of that game. It was just digital only. Um, we might move on. I think uh, the other topic that I've got here is going to apply to maybe three of us. <laughs> Gaming as you get older. So I played Super Mario World in 92. Um, I actually bought that while working at the Sega Hotline. Uh, much to the dis, you know, dismay of my fellow colleagues at Sega. Um, and I've got really good experiences of playing Super Mario World. Um, in fact, I was talking about it last night with uh, a neighbor here that... At the time when I was playing that game, I had chicken pox. And while being in a fever and the room spinning out from being in a cold fever, uh, you know, cold fever sweat with chicken pox, I'm playing... Super Mario World while listening to Faith No More. Um, <laughs> so that game's got now a really extra layer of surrealness to it for me. Um, and But I've maxed it out. I, I got all the unlockables, all the stars in that game, and I fully maxed it out and completed it. And then recently I tried to download it and play it on the, uh, on the Wii U um, because I wanted to play it on a HDMI screen, being you know more crisp and more uh, vivid. And I found out I suck at it now. So, <laughs> so um, hey, hey, what was that, Brian? Sorry. I've, 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 no, I was just going to say, I've always sucked at that game for some reason. I had it right here. <laughs> so, all oh, right, well, there you go. I've yeah, you did flash it. it. I can't. Yeah, so, uh, uh, actually, Conrad, I might start with you. Is there, um, 
any games that you played back in the day but discovered that you're not so great at it as you used to be once upon a time? I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it is. I used to be pretty good. Like I, When I used to play anything with my friends, basically, we were all about equal. And now those guys just, if we play those same games from back in the day, they just stomp me every time. I don't have, uh, I, I can't keep up. I don't know what it is. but So that's why you're playing Stardew Valley all the time, is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that game not too bad. Uh, what about uh, you, Brian? I, I think you've already answered it, but uh, is there any game uh, in particular that comes to mind that when you pl- played it as a kid, you're yeah, I've got this, I've nailed it, and then you come back to it and like, oh. <laughs> well, I used to be amazing at at the first Super Mario Brothers and the third one, and not that long ago, I was playing both of them with my daughter, and I I realized like I'm still kind of good but I can't get as far as I used to. Like, I literally cannot complete the games anymore. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, I'm trying and I'm trying and I'm, I'm I, I just get to a point where I'm like, I give up. <laughs> it's like, what happened? You know, lack of practice, I guess. I don't know. I'll tell you one game that I used to be really bad at, but I've I found that I've got it now. I, I can actually finish it or get through a major chunk of it. Super Ghouls and Ghosts on the Super Nintendo. That's a brutal game. I don't know if, 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 if you guys have played it, but um, never played it. You've never played Super Ghouls and Ghosts. That's because no. probably you're not uh, wanting to put yourself in for a hard time. Um, it, it is super. Played Ghosts du- and Goblins on, on the Commodore 64. Uh, okay, you can't. Yeah, it, it, all those games in that series though are, are super tough. They they deliberately do it that way. Um, yeah, I but I, I re, I did it this time last year actually for the channel. I was actually dressed up as Frankenstein to introduce the uh, the video. Uh, um, it was and it was hot as all heck that day. Um, but I got, the only thing that I regret is not having a second Super Nintendo controller. I can't find it. I don't know what's happened to it. I've got my my trusty old one here. It's a shame that. I can't figure out a way of getting the uh, the Super Nintendo Mini controllers to work on the Super Nintendo, the real McCoy. Maybe one day we'll work that out. Um, what about you, Tony? Uh, uh, I don't know if this is going to be an issue for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only like, what, 12 years old, I think. Um, <laughs> see, I- I'm very much the opposite, actually. I was really bad at games like back when I was a kid because I was really afraid of like failing. So, like, in Mario Kart, for some reason, I found it really scary that if you get fifth or worse, your character, like, blows up or just goes poof. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen to Koopa Troopa. So I just went, like, Luigi because I didn't care about Luigi and just drove into a wall until the race was over. And my sister was, like, beating it. It was... There's so some you, deep emotional issues. So you had the, uh, and uh, this is a Back to the Future reference. You had the McFly syndrome where you, I did. yeah, you couldn't, you had, you just couldn't uh, take anything on for the for the fear of failing. Yep, no, no, because yeah. no, nobody called me chicken. You know, if they called me chicken, <laughs> that's right, chicken. What are you, chicken? <laughs> nobody called triggered, me chicken. Triggered, triggered. <laughs> but no, it's like I, I go back now, and it's like it, it's almost. Struggle with this kind of thing. Okay, we lost you there for a second, uh, but I think I got what you were saying. Um, oh well, um, but yeah, I I only brought that topic up because, like I said the other day, I was playing Super Mario World, and uh, 
yeah, I don't know. I, I blame lag <laughs> for between the controller. There is some people saying that uh, the the Wii U using the gamepad introduces a slight bit of lag when playing those games. Um, I'll, but I went back to the actual Super Nintendo version of it and I found out that, no, that's not the case. So it is just me. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, the only lag on my part is from my brain to my fingers. <laughs> yeah, just nah, just the brain for me. <laughs> um, and we can't go without mentioning uh, in today's podcast the Super Nintendo Mini. It's a, a big thing that uh, I didn't do an unboxing video because, well, I think everyone else on the internet has already got that covered. Um, but I have got myself the Mini here. And I was hoping that you guys might have had your own story about how you got yours and, you know, if, if you had any difficulties, uh, just a quick raise of hands. Uh, sorry, Carbon. Um, <laughs> did, who got one? Uh, anyone or who didn't? All right. So we've got Tony. You got one. What about you, Brian? No, I have a, I ha I have a, a real one. <laughs> This whoa, is my mini. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Bring that back up again on the screen. So for people who are not familiar with this model, this is the uh, the re-released uh, Super Nintendo American Edition. Okay. Yes. I have never this seen is... that before. Yeah, that's why this I thought I'd better I get him to put it back up on the screen there. <laughs> and the, uh, oops, sorry, the uh, controllers look like this. I can hold it up there. That's the controller. With the proper purple buttons. With the li no, lilac. Lilac. <laughs> uh, I only have one. I had to buy, uh, uh, what is this, a super con super pad controller. I think it was like a knockoff that I bought. That's a good knockoff, though. That is a good-looking knockoff. Yeah. Uh, it's not, by, it's not made by Nintendo. Colors. It's uh, made in China. <laughs> but, you know, I, this was the one I bought because uh, it, it only came with one. So I ended up buying uh, buying one, but yeah, I don't have the mini. I, I'm, not, I'm not interested in the mini, so any reason why I don't not? need it. Um, I have the games I like for the Super Nintendo, right? And I've looked at what's on the mini, and it doesn't really add any value to me. I would have bought maybe I would have bought the NES Classic just for ease of play, so I could hook up to my TV upstairs and play a bunch of games and I have to drag my Nintendo upstairs and all the games with it. But other than that, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother. I can, I can just take my, uh, that's small. That's a Famicom. <laughs> yeah, that's the mini one. Yes. Um, there's some interesting choice of games on that version, by the way, <laughs> sumo wrestling for a one of them. And there's another, um, really cruddy game that you just like, that didn't age well. Um, but <laughs> I will unbox mine because um, this is the unboxing. It's part of the podcast, and I'll, it's going to be a real quick one. I'm just going to get it out of the box and just to compare it to the actual size of the real McCoy. Uh, so I love how small this thing is. It's just it's so tiny. Oh man! <laughs> and just for comparison, <laughs> that is awesome. It's like a piece of plastic and a microchip. <laughs> well, it is just a circuit board. Uh, the news came yeah. out that the uh, the circuitry in this is just just the same as the NES it's identical, Mini. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there the are some, thing. but there are some differences on how it handles uh, the ROMs and whatnot. So people who were hoping to hack the Super Nintendo Mini using the same program that they've been using to hack the NES, 
uh, are going to find themselves having a bit of trouble for the time being. But it, that that will only that will only change uh, in a couple of weeks' time, I reckon. It won't be more than two weeks before someone's worked out how to hack the games onto the Super Nintendo, um, which gets me to wonder how many games will you be able to fit on that? Because I was kind of disappointed with the fact that they only went with 20 games like or 21 games granted those games give you hundreds of hours of gameplay considering the rpgs that are on there um but there's quite a few games that never made it to this uh that should have been on there chrono trigger is the most obvious one uh donkey kong 2 is another example donkey kong country 2 i should say um you know, there's a ton of games that should have made it to this. Mega Man Soccer was another one that someone brought up the other day. I think it was Dreamcast Guy, actually. Um, yeah, he mentioned that uh, Mega Man Soccer should have been one. But there's a ton of... like, there was no, sh- There's no real shooters for this. Um, uh, for this edition. Uh, I, don't I know. suggest uh, Mario is missing. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? No, I, I, I shouldn't bag out on it. I've never played it. But is it a decent game, or it just sounds like a, a kiddish oh, no. game? No, okay. It is the worst. And, okay, um, it took checking. us about three hours to figure out that the Koopas can't actually hurt you. They will walk right past you. Oh man! So you're dodging them for this out of fear of yeah. being. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. No, I'm just glad that I and my experience with buying this, by the way, yesterday, um, I just walked into the store and I said I'll have a Super Nintendo Mini, and I bought it, no pre-order. It was pretty easy. <laughs> so you know, I'm, so is there, is there more? Is there more of those than the uh, NES Classic? Is that why? Is it? I definitely. Is it just not in high nah, demand? No, nah, nah, definitely more, um, because with the NES Mini, uh, which I don't have, I've only got the Famicom one, which I, my brother got for me in the Philippines. Um, I ended up uh, just saying, you know what, I don't really need the NES Mini. I've got the Famicom one. I'll be happy with that. But I walked into the uh, local, I think it was a Target, and because uh, they're usually the more reliable when, when it comes to gaming. It's getting harder and harder to buy physical games here in Sydney, actually. Um, and they only had 12 for the whole shop. 12. Well, yeah. And they went within the first half hour. And I think there was a couple of people buying up more than one, um, which, you know. I've, I've never seen them here in, in Ontario, where I am, Canada, Ontario. Um, and uh, we don't have Target anymore. We had Target for about a year. They came in. I've seen that back. story. I've, I've seen, seen that, that story. Yeah. Yeah. In a, yeah. And they bombed. Because, like, we just realized they were literally just a, a Walmart wannabe. I mean, it was the same stuff. So you had Walmart in the same mall as Target. So, uh, But, yeah, I, I've never – I've gone into lots of Walmarts around here. I've never seen anything to do with the Mini. Um, and even when the Switch came out, it, it, it uh, took a while before they started to have those in stock. So. Uh, yeah, I, it doesn't bother me because I didn't really care, but you know, for the, for the people that really wanted one. See, that's, the, that's a really terrible thing, is you have <laughs> the scalpers who are buying them and then selling them for three times the original cost, and you know, you yeah. have kids who really want this, and you know, the parents have to go out and shell out like, well, like I did with Sonic Generations, 500 bucks, and it's like, come on, that's heinous. So you bought that online, Sonic Generations, the special limited super duper edition, whatever it's called. Um, yep. And you did you get that from a scalper? 
Yeah, yeah, because I think the retail price was about. You're part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but Sonic needed me. He needed me. Uh, so I, I can't pre-order. It's against my religion to pre-order. <laughs> I just can't do it. I should start doing it, but I just don't like pre-ordering something. I just think it should be readily available when they announce it. And I don't know. Maybe we're getting into an era where the number of games that they release are going to be more calculated. So they're going to start to be harder to get because these guys are pumping out, um, software on a, on a, you know, regular basis. They don't want to be losing money. They don't want to be overproducing a whole heap of titles are going to end up on a discount bin. I, un- I understand. And I get that too, but I don't know. That makes uh, actually, it makes a lot of sense too. Cause when, when Atari going back in the day, when Atari released, um, Pac-Man, um, they made more Pac-Man games than, than they, they made Atari. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. same so, with E.T. Yeah, and oh, E.T. what a great E.T. version of Pac-Man they made. <laughs> and co- combat, how many combats are there? You know, they so they probably learned their mistakes, and they're like, okay, now we're going to make less and and see if people actually will buy it. Then we'll provide it. But you would think so that that would be the sense. most obvious mathematical equation when it came to producing games. Don't make more versions of the games than there are consoles. I mean, wouldn't that be just like <laughs> the number one rule? <laughs> You'd think. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> um, what was the thing with the Sega yeah. Dreamcast? Like, the cost of one of the games, they calculated that in order for it to actually be a profit, everyone would have to buy three copies of it. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're the same game? It, oh, it ended up yeah there was a story that I've heard on a video that I appeared actually with Top Hat Gaming Man one of the other guests for the Top Hat uh, Gaming Man's look at the Dreamcast yeah he did mention um, that people were cop- pirating the games on such a huge scale for that machine that in the end it ended up being that you had to sell more than one copy of each game to make actual profit so in other words they're selling the games at a loss that's why that system failed and you know the story about dreamcast and how that hack became available does anyone here know nope it was from uh a okay so we all know action replay cartridges right yeah, so there was something that was being released similar for the Dreamcast, and it was being given away as a trial uh, on a magazine. But that action replay uh, device or plug-in or whatever it was, or CD, actually uh, unlocked a backdoor hack <laughs> to the to the Dreamcast. And then um, when they realised it was already too late, it had already been released to the uh, public on the magazine, then they try to retract back as many copies of this magazine as possible when it when it got out that oh hang on a minute we're releasing a hack (laughs) and then people were going online and buying up copies of that that disc because they realized that that was a hack disc that they could use to copy the games and so that's how it ended up being initially as a a gesture to help uh, dreamcast sales and it ended up um backfiring in a huge way (laughs) Um, oh, well, that's, uh, I think we got through that a lot quicker than I expected, actually. Um, I might end up by finding out with, first off, Carbonites Gaming, what videos you got coming up next on your channel? Oh, well, we're finishing off, well, we're not finishing off Red Dead. We're still, I think we're only halfway or something. And then we, we're still doing, 
uh, War for Cybertron. Uh, I got my personal series, Stardew Valley and Hitman. And then, because it's the start of the month, next week we'll have our highlights for out. So, which one? Oh, highlights for the month. Yep, yep. I love those videos. Are you going to continue with Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, we'll be. Uh, we're going to finish it all the way. It's just because it'll be a while. I'm just putting it out there. They're my favorite videos of your channel. Um, <laughs> the the random crap that happens in those videos are awesome. Yeah, he's just—he's so random. It's—it's uh, it's great. It's fun. It's fun just to sit there and watch him play. Honestly. Uh, and Tony, what about yourself? What have you got coming up? Um, I'm going to be doing pretty soon every game on the Super Nintendo Mini because no one else is doing that right now. No, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm also continuing with my Pokemon Red Nuzlocke challenge, which is destroying my soul. (laughs) Oh, I could see how that would. I've never had the courage to start a Nuzlocke challenge. (laughs) If you do, don't do it on the first gen, because red, blue, and yellow, those mechanics are so messed up. (laughs) Noted. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really think him through. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and Brian, what have you got coming up on your channel? Um, I wish I knew. <laughs> I don't really... I, honestly, I don't plan that far ahead. Um, I do have a notepad kind of thing where I have ideas scratched out. And um, some of the videos I really like doing are my comparison videos. And I think one of the ne- next ones that I'm going to be doing is, is Jungle Hunt, uh, where I'm going to be comparing like the Atari to Coleco to, I don't know, maybe Commodore 64. Okay. But, yeah. uh, but you know, that that's just one that I got brewing up there. But sometimes it's just li- literally I just think about it, and it's like I, that's what I want to do. I mean, I keep my videos very candid. I don't script anything. I don't, you know. Not neither do I, I and that's showing here I today. don't have anything planned out <laughs> way ahead of time. I just kind of... Okay, you know, sometimes it just hits my, it just hits me, and I just go. That's what I want to do now. And then I run downstairs and I get it all set up and I do it and get it out there because you know. I I actually really hate scripted channels, uh, and and that's always been one of the things that I've refused to do uh, on my channel. I will have notes, point notes to jog my memory of what I'm meant to be talking about, and that's as far as I'll go. But. You know, for example, I'm going to call them out. IGN have tried to set up a partnership with Disney, and they've got something going there with a uh, a, a new series of videos that they're doing. And it's just like um, watching inter- Entertainment Tonight, and it's just so fake and so Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I can't watch it because I I feel like throwing up watching these guys <laughs> reading autoprompters, and it, and they're so plastic. They've got all the makeup on. There's one dude wearing a, ca- a hat, which just looks like, no, dude, you would not wear that out in public. I'm sorry. Um, and I just can't sit there and watch it. No. Nah. <laughs> There's some things where I say to myself, I don't want to ever talk about it. And then, you know, like the, the SA, SNES Classic, because I don't really feel I can add anything to that one. Um, and I wasn't going to say anything about the Atari box, but then I ended up doing a video on it because a little bit more information came out, but I wanted to do a video that kind of talked about my own feelings on it yeah. and not trying to guess everything that it's going to do and, and just regurgitate what everybody else has already said. Um, my thought was, you know, what is this thing? What's it going to do? But 
it was really just my point of view on it and that was about it and um so i ended up doing that one i, I did that one i don't know i can't remember like two videos ago where i actually talked about the uh, but because it's it's a it's one of those things where we don't really have all that information everybody seems to be making a ton of videos on it and i was just like well what are you making a video on it if you don't even understand what it is so well, i just they're, they're speculating and that's part of the fun i mean you look at yeah you look at um when the, the switch was just known as the nx the amount of speculation that went on that thing was just insane and there was i did the at, same yeah okay. yeah and there was a lot of people who were against all that but you know having said that it's a bit of fun to just chat and talk about what do you think it might be it only stops being fun when people swear on it that that's going to be gospel truth that that's definitely the, what they believe is going to happen and yeah um but i mean rgb 85 channel he got out there just RGC, recently uh, yeah and he absolutely slammed uh the atari uh box thinking that uh they really won't have anything to bring to the plate because they haven't announced anything so far that's showing that it's going to differentiate itself from anything else that's out in the market it just looks like a uh, a Ouya box with the Ouya logo ripped off and a Tari sticker put on top. Um, and it, yeah. oh, sorry, wood grain. That that's the only other difference. Yeah, the um, wood grain. Yeah, that, and he. It's yeah. it's just like another, uh, almost like another emulator machine, right? And that, that's what people it's, are. It's are, a me are too. Speculating. So far, it looks like a me too. And I'm, and I don't know. It, it's not a Tari. That's that's the other thing that I got to try and get out there. And I think most people will realize that it is not actually a Tari. Um, they own the rights to the word Atari uh, and its, you know, intellectual property, but it's not Atari as we we knew it. Yeah, I've actually, uh, I've actually, uh, I remember I responded to, I think it was his video too, where I said, you know, you can slap a Ferrari logo on a Ford, <laughs> but it's not going to be Ferrari. But it's not it's a Ford. Ford. Yeah, it's still a you Ford. You can take an Atari logo shove it onto an emulation device it's not an atari so that was my whole thing is like you know it's not atari it's not what i grew up with i grew up with the classic system i grew up with atari being a very specific brand and you know to me the atari i don't even consider the jaguar atari i don't even know why to, to me the atari ended at the 7800 that was the end of no, the, atari the, the jaguar it, it is, for all intents and purposes, an official Atari product. There it is, is a, yes. A and, big so back end, yeah. and there is a big back-end story to how that machine came about. Um, but because it, Atari evolved so much over the years and really got mistreated by a certain few uh, CEOs that had the reins, uh, Jack Trenny or whatever his name was is one that comes to mind. Jack Tremel. Tremel, yeah. sorry, yeah. From, I think he was from a Com he was from Commodore. He was, was a he was I'm putting it out there. He was a real piece of work, um, and he really did a, a really dirty <laughs> act to the guys at Enix uh, when it came to creating the Atari Lynx. Um, there's a few videos out there that go into the, the background story on that. Top Hat Gaming Man's got one. Uh, the Bitman, I think he's called, is another one that, that goes into it in more details. Uh, but basically, he, um, yeah, he, he he had them held on a contract that they must continue ahead, and he gained all rights to their machine regardless of um, what the outcome of their development was. It was a bit, a bit 
he snookered him into it. He, he knew, I think he knew from the outset that he was only going to give him a month to come up with something, knowing that they were not going to be able to su- succeed and then keep the the goods that they came up with. Yeah. Well, um, even the, the whole thing with the, the 7800, it should have been released earlier and it wasn't. It was just... Yeah. 7800 was competing with the NES at the time, am I right? Or, yeah. Yeah, it so should have. Well, it should have been. It should have been. It would have yeah. been released before. It, yeah, it would have been released before it. I think um, it was. It just got shelved, and it was. It was kind of a shame. I kind of think that they just misunderestimated um, the the threat that Nintendo were giving them. Um, Sega wasn't even on the radar at that stage, and it's kind of ironic no. that Sega released the SC three thousand, which you can. Uh, see hiding behind me there they released that machine the day before the um the famicom and we all know the story of how those two machines worked out which one uh, failed and which one succeeded um anyone else got anything to add before we wrap things up or no i've got nothing on atari so i was just (laughs) yeah i I can't i was trying to try and change it along because i kind of figured that do you have any atari memories at all no, it, like um, the only Atari memories I have are I was playing an Atari game, like a series of Atari's games on PS2, and we were playing Frogger and just holding up the whole time and seeing how far you could get, not not dodging, not going left and right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, that, that's a that's an interesting. How long? How far back would that have been? Yeah, that's not for a video or anything. That was just you guys mucking around. <laughs> yeah, this is like 2002, I think. So okay, because uh, that's a new thing with videos now that you see on YouTube where they. Um, they create challenges where you are not allowed to do this or that, and that just makes a bit of an interesting twist. There's a video coming out where, uh, I think IGN are doing it actually, where you got to play Super Mario Brothers, the original, but you're not allowed to take your hand off the right button. It's So you can only jump, and that's that's it. <laughs> so I guess it's like a Mario runner. <laughs> and I think it's, it's like that cell phone game. Yeah, I was just going to say it's like Super Mario Run, but that's broken. I think that 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 game is designed for that. Um, But but Super Mario Brothers, the original uh, NES one, is no, you can't do it. (laughs) I've watched them doing it; they struggle. (laughs) Well, guys, um, yeah. As far as my channel goes, uh, I will be doing a series. I I just got it. I'm having trouble coming up with footage. For the first couple of years on this uh, series of videos that I want to be doing, I'll be doing a series of videos based on uh, a game of the year for every year of my life, starting with 1974. Uh, well, yeah, 19- they didn't have cameras back then. Uh, <laughs> there is a game or two in 1974. Thanks for your input there, Carvin. Uh- <laughs> hey, no problem. Um, just, just so everyone's clear, he's not that much older than me, so yeah. <laughs> So uh, that, that's going to be one of the videos that I'll be getting started on shortly. Um, I'm continuing my look at Super Mario Sunshine for the GameCube. Uh, and I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, yeah, and my look at the Sega Mega Drive Ultimate Collection or the Sonic Genesis Ultimate Collection. Uh, Fatal Labyrinth, you, you actually, uh, Conrad, gave me some suggestions on that. Uh, just grab whatever crap you can find at the start of that game and throw it, use it as a weapon. Yeah, you can throw the knives and stuff, and um, the axe. We get the axe. That's the way to go. Yeah, because uh, I, I actually haven't had much experience with that game, so that's going to be interesting. I'm trying to. I, get... I never had that like, this collection, but it's 
you know, a, a few times through it, not through it. I mean, a few times playing it. Yeah. And uh, I picked it up and it was, I, I actually find it a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm trying to get through these games because I'm ultimately trying to get to Sonic. Uh, I think everyone's really expecting this uh, big expectations to see what I do with the Sonic videos when I can't finally get up to those. Um, well, thanks guys uh, for joining me. Uh, another bloody gaming podcast number two just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> and uh, my name. Like that, yeah. Sorry, what was that? I say when you say it like that, yeah. It does. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I didn't come up with the title. Uh, it was a Twitter follower that came up with that. So. Um, yeah, I can't take credit for that one. Anyway, my name has been Brian, and I've been gaming since Spaces. Thanks, guys. Yeah.